Hey, girl. Up, slut. Oh, you know, <laughs> just over here living the dream. Um, oh, wait. Um, I need a little filter today. This is the situation. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god, just send us straight back to the 90s with this like I mean, VHS this, filter. I mean, look, I love it. It's giving home pornography to a degree and yeah, like, no, real, I feel like real home porn. I'm I'm watching like like either it's it's one of two things. It's either giving like the Pam and Tommy sex tape or mm-hmm. like season one of the Real Housewives of Orange County, like original Coda de Casa, like the Love. the pilot that they made where they literally like filmed it themselves with their home <laughs> cameras. <laughs> I okay, so I'm actually doing a little uh Orange County rewatch. Oh fine. Right now Today's episode was Alexis's twins' birthday party when she's. Oh like, my God! Stop! When she almost died. Mother- <laughs> <laughs> it's in my stories right now. Yeah. Um. So that's that's where I'm at right now. Uh, that is so funny. And honestly, I like strive in my life. Anytime I have to give some sort of toast, no matter what the occasion, whether it's a birthday, a graduation, a wedding, I like try to incorporate some sort of like personal trauma into my toast. I mean, because of you Alexis Bellino, like I'm inspired by Jesus drugs and her public speaking skills. She really created a safe space for all of us to just kind of be like, <laughs> you know what? Any stage is a perfect stage to let people know about traumatic experiences that I've survived. The world is our stage, Shannon. The world is our stage, our oyster. It's <laughs> it's all of the above. So it's um it's fun watching right now because I miss this bravo <laughs> so literally last week i had um emily hanks from uh, uh she speaks bravo on my podcast mm, okay and we literally talked about exactly this like how housewives now has become so like grandiose and like mm. our expectations are so high and like if someone's not getting arrested or like murdered we're bored and yeah. orange county i think is the perfect example of a city that really captures like the pettiness that is what the housewives was was like built off of like the mm-hmm. fights and the drama is so petty and stupid like i want malibu country i want <laughs> like m- you broke the bow off my cake i want like those moments yeah. like like i'm a, i'm a news reporter no you're not you know those no, those yeah. storylines are so hilarious and i feel mm-hmm. like we're missing that. Like, where did the fun go? Like, Bravo should be fun. Bravo needs to be a little bit more fun. And there doesn't need, I feel like this weird expectation for people to have fights every time there's a social gathering. I'm I'm perplexed. I'm like, what the hell are you doing socially? If this is what you, because it's not, it's just not realistic. You know what I mean? Like, why would yeah. you hang out with a group of women where every time you meet up, there's some degree of toxic energy because then it's just not believable because it's like, that's just weird. Who keeps going back for that? Especially when you have money like that, you're not like desperate for, you're like totally fine minding your own business. So it removes another layer of like reality. 100%. I think. Well, and, and also to, to that point, like, 
the housewives we used to have like a very organic season and then the reunion was like to bring them all together and have them face to face to say this shit for the first time and during the course Mm. of the season it was a lot of like talking behind people's back or saying things Mm. in confessional and so the first time a lot of them were saying these things to each other or hearing these things were at the reunion when they were face to face now it's like every week there's some big dinner and it's like okay you know your job we have to talk about it say it say it say it say it say it like if i have to hear kyle richards tell someone else like say the truth say the truth you know like save it for the reunion like just keep talking shit behind their back like it's funnier that way you know yeah because i don't know i don't want i also just don't want the reunions to be like a total fight either like a well but now wwe in gowns i feel like it's just so much repetition and there's just so i mean i i i go back to beverly hills a lot because i feel like they are the most um produced and i don't even mean by like the producers i think they are so self-produced or or in their own heads or whatever you want to call it yeah they're very manufactured um and and you think they are i do and i think you see when they they have these events and they sit down at these tables and there's a very clear MO and it's like, okay, this is what we have to talk about right now. And I understand like there are obviously scenes that are set up for that. There are, and I think that's great for like a one-on-one, you know, like bring two people together and have them hash it out. But Beverly Hills specifically, the last two seasons, it was like every episode, there was some big dinner where they're all just screaming about Erica. And and I get that it needs to be talked about, but the problem is if they're talking about the same shit every single episode, and then we get to the reunion and they're talking about the same shit every single episode, like, Mm -hmm. no, we need something new. We need something fresh. I would have rather had all of them like talk shit about Erica behind her back and then come to the reunion and have her be like, hey, bitches, I just watched (laughs) the season, you know? That would have been more compelling. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, they could try that approach or they could just like go back to having organic fights because I don't think that they're not going to have petty fights over dumb shit like a bow on a birthday cake because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they are still removed from the like normal day to day people problems you know like so they have problems about like you went to so-and-so's charity but you didn't go to my charity like I want more of that again because those I feel like are the organic fights like the Bethany versus Kelly Ben Simone with the oh well I don't lend my name right you're up here or like you're down here and I'm up here situation and so I don't know like I would like to see more of that so I'm doing just rewatches right now not to say that I'm not going to watch the news, you know, I'm going to watch the new season, of course. But well, speaking of that, what did you think of the trailer? I just hope the season is better. Yeah, I mean, I think that that is to be anticipated. I think it was intentionally... What the fuck took so long? That's well, what I need okay. to know. So according to, according to everyone involved, mm-hmm. the trailer has been ready and and it didn't change at all for like the past four months. Um, a lot of people have said that they saw this exact same trailer months and months ago. And so they were just sitting on it. It wasn't like, you know, there was a lot of speculation of like, oh, did they go back and change stuff? A lot of people were saying, right. Gina, you know, lost her orange. So that was not the case. What I truly think happened is Scandaval. I think that Vanderpump Rules and the flurry of everything with that completely changed the flow mm-hmm. of programming. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, that's kind of my guess. I think that, you know, when they brought cameras back up for Vanderpump Rules and they saw how much that was pulling focus from New Jersey, 
uh, and, you know, Summer House, other shows that are on right now, but specifically New Jersey. I mean, no one's fucking talking about New Jersey right now, you know? So I don't even I, think that's because of Scandal, though. Well, I, it's not. It's yeah, not. But sadly. when you have a show that's in a in a mm-hmm. weak season and it's competing against a show that's in in mainstream it's, in it, yeah in its most talked <laughs> about Mandel. season ever i mean fucking jennifer lopez was talking about it yesterday on I the saw, view or something like saw, it's it's unreal how much scandal has taken over like the zeitgeist so i mm-hmm. i understand how they're like you know what let's not pump out yeah. oc which already is kind of like teetering on the edge of of like boring people already are are tentative to watch it so why put it up against yeah. Vanderpump Rules well, you know but here's the thing yesterday so I accepted a position at a brokerage yesterday and oh my god congrats Tamara Thank Judge you. Gina Keo look Thank at you us. go Ramona Singer <laughs> Kelly Ben Simone too. Look at oh my god! Look at all of so our many real inspirations. Our little Bravo baddies selling houses out here, all Love across it. the great United States. Yes. Um. So, I accepted a position yesterday, and the one of the brokers who was also my real estate teacher, um, she happened to tell me she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited! Orange County is coming back. It's my favorite franchise." And I was like, "Oh, it's your favorite?" She was like, "Oh my god, yes." So she's a little older, but she was like, I've been waiting on this. And so it was nice to hear that somebody, because most people, and I like, don't mean to talk shit, but like a lot of people are just kind of like, eh, because it's like, we waited so long. Yeah. Like well, that's what's also fucking years. <laughs> that's what's so interesting about it too, is because, you know, obviously seasons like 13, 14 and 15 were such a bust season 16, I think was a letdown for a lot of people because of the hype coming, coming back, you know? Um, and so I'm almost surprised at how many people were still excited and amped to get the orange County season 17 trailer. I mean, week Mm -hmm. after week, after week, after week, it was just, everyone is like, where is it? We want it. We need it. Like, give me my orange juice injected, injected into my veins, all this stuff, you know? (laughs) And I mean, these are like direct quotes from my Twitter account. Um, (laughs) I wrote that all of it. it. I'm mentally ill, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but I was surprised, you know, that more people weren't just like, whatever, we don't even care. Um, so there is still, like a desire, there's still a want for it. People are still into it. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, like, I think I, it's, know I think it it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the core four are back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have yeah, we Tamara, Shannon, Heather, and appearances from Vicky. Um, I'm really excited. You know, I saw uh the like cast bios went up when when the trailer and the photos came out and uh taylor armstrong's bio mentions you know her feud with heather dubrow and it's over like acting credits and like their imdb pages which is giving me like malibu country style this season that i'm watching right now yeah exactly so i'm i'm like here for it i am very excited i cannot wait so yeah i'm excited to I'm excited for Tamara, Shannon, and Heather to be back together mm-hmm. um, because they're kind of, well, and Vicky also, but she's not, I don't think she, I don't think we're going to see her as much. As I agree. People, I, I don't think she's going to be really in the drama at all. I soft, think she's going to be soft yeah. friend launch. Like yes. she's going to be a friend, but not the primary friend. She's going to kind of be like a, like in a skull 
Ascala from yeah. Potomac. Because like, we didn't really see a lot of her. I don't feel like she got enough airtime. I don't know what the situation was. But like, I feel like it's going to be very just transient, yeah. in and out, not a lot of Vicky. Um, but I'm excited for Shannon, Heather, and Tamara. The new girl Jen, seems yeah. fascinating. I mean, cute, like cute, cute family. Okay, husband. so inter- interestingly enough, and you know, I have like a tumultuous past with Tamara Judge. Yeah. So, and this, I it just, it, I think it speaks volumes uh, about her character. So oh, Jen, Jen oh. is a longtime friend of Tamara's. They've known each yes. other for like a decade. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so, you know, <laughs> Tamara obviously was, was an influence in having Jen brought on the show. I guess Jen has, mm-hmm. has auditioned several times, but going back to when Tamara was originally on. So okay. it was always that she would be brought on as Tamara's friend. So my yeah. guess is when they brought Tamara back, they were like, oh, let's revisit Jen. And they brought her back. Um. And so when the season started, they were friends. Uh, but Tamara straight up said on two teas in a pot. Well, she she implied that like she when she got recast and when she heard that Jen was cast, she immediately was like, oh, OK, here we go. And like decided to go for Jen. And so this woman was cast coming on as Tamara's friend and pretty immediately Tamara <laughs> goes after her and apparently throws her completely under the bus, uh, talks about like her family dynamic, all sorts of stuff. So Tamara Judge is a messy fucking bitch. Like, I mean, sh- I had- The bitch is back. <laughs> I heard she is. I mean, but she was pretty honest about- being a being bitch. messy. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but she was honest about being messy this upcoming season. So here is the problem that I have <laughs> with Tamara Judge. The reason why we fell out. And for any new listeners, you got to go back to like Newbies, over a year ago. Go back. I talk about it on the podcast. I used to be friends with Tamara Judge. She hates me now. She's literally t- talked shit about I me on her podcast. Yeah. Um, that's actually you want to know it's funny i got like a i don't know like i i would the day that she started following me i responded to her stories and i think i was just like super blazed i don't know what compelled me to do it but you know me i was just like i responded to her stories and i was like i'm recording with your favorite person today oh my god two seconds later followed me i was like i'll take it like, I don't even care. I'll take it. Like, love it. <laughs> but love it. I love her. I know that you had a bad experience. And like, that's what I say, you know, everybody well, has. So, I mean, the yeah. reason why is she's just such a raging hypocrite. <laughs> and like, the reason why we fell out is because she <gasps> thought that I like threw her under the bus for the sake of like my podcast or, or something she, you know, but she literally throws people under the bus left and right. She does it on the show on Orange County and she takes great pride in being a shit stirrer. She does it on her own podcast. And that was like, what happened is I called her out for, for basically she, she long story short. And again, people who've listened to my podcast, you know, they, they know this, but 
she called me out once for sharing a conversation that she and I had, which was a very like innocuous, like throwaway conversation. Didn't get anyone in trouble was, was nothing bad, but she got mad and said that I was like, you know, it was an invasion of privacy. And then like two weeks later, two weeks later, she was literally reading text messages between her and Heather Dubrow on her podcast. And they were like disparaging text messages. So I was like, you bitch. And so I called her out on my podcast. She heard it and texted me and was like, yeah, you suck. And then she unfollowed me and blocked me everywhere. And then like bashed me all over her podcast. She tried to blacklist me. She, she had guests cancel on me. Like it was crazy. But my point You're is- You're a survivor. I'm, I'm a survivor. <laughs> I made it out alive. <laughs> me and Destiny's Child were survivors. Um, but she's just a hypocrite and she's, she's doing the exact same shit. And I just wish that she weren't such like a baby about it when it happens to her. You know, like if you're going to be this like queen of like, you know, shit stirring and disrupting and like calling people out on, on their crap, then like, you got to be able to take it when I call you out on your crap, Tammy Sue. Yeah. I think it's a little bit, um, are you about to defend like, Tamara right now? Oh my God. Shame. Yeah, probably. Oh well, not necessarily Tamara more. So just the behavior. Cause like okay. I've done that before. Like, well, you're a I psychopath. Like make, well, sometimes, <laughs> but like not on like, it would have to be like something that I was like really upset about though. Like if somebody like exposed something or, you know, like of mine that I didn't want exposed, like a naked that, I, I like get it, but naked. I didn't. I kept all did, of her nudes. I, I kept her nudes to myself, Shannon. I didn't yeah, share okay. her nudes with that's anyone. That's hot because like that, first of all, that's like a crime. I know. I don't know like what kind of crime, but I know it's like, don't do that. But yeah. also- No um, criming over here. Maybe, We're saving the criming for Louis Ruelas. May, oh, Less. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we could. Um, maybe, and like, I'm just playing devil's advocate. You know, I like that game. Maybe she looked at you as like a safe, you know, because like some accounts really are just like clout chasing. Potentially, and like, not that but you're not that you're like that at all. But like, oh no, maybe, ba- no, no, no. I want all the clout. I want no, it all. No, Give me but the like, clout. you're not. You're not Jill Zarin thirsty. Like, there's a difference yeah. between like liking clout because who doesn't like get fucking right. real? Like, we didn't yeah. start a podcast so like just us could fucking listen to it. I know. Whenever, game, whenever. People always like, you'll do anything for, for listens. And I'm like, yeah, that's the fucking that's the point. point. Dumbass. That's why like, I'm doing this. Like, like, do you know about life? Like Sarah, I, if I, you- if, if I wanted to just like have my mom <laughs> listen to me, I could just call her. Like I know I her just, That's what I said. Like you could just FaceTime. <laughs> like we would just FaceTime this and nobody would have to know. Right. No, so we want the listen. about that guys. <laughs> we want the cloud. We're here for the cloud. Right. No, but-, but you don't want to be like desperate. And so maybe I'm just exactly. playing devil's advocate. Maybe that's where she, or she was just on that. To, and this, I feel like, I feel like this is very likely the case. And I think I said this when we talked about it on another episode, either on mine or yours, when this came up, um, I feel like maybe it happened on the wrong day in the yeah. wrong mood. Yeah. And Virgos have a really hard time like admitting like, hey, we like overreacted and yeah. we didn't mean to. So like, let's just, fr- it's just like very hard. Like think of Giselle Bryant, like how oh, right. often. Yeah. So she's like classic case of always being the most Virgo like all the time. And I feel like sure. Tamara is kind of like that too. So I just, you know, I feel like someday 
There's you know, I, I, I have reached out. <laughs> I emailed her. <laughs> I, I said, smoke signals. <laughs> I know I mess. I DM'd Teddy and was like, <laughs> Teddy, broker some sort of like, <laughs> like peace treaty. Yeah. Literally. Like, it's 2023. Come I know. On. Like we Let's just move need on. to love each other. Let's move on. Hating people ages you. Agreed. Okay. I mean, look Agreed. at Tamara. Look at Tamara. <gasps> <laughs> okay. Well, she just, is looking. This we is are why moving she on before this I get in trouble. This Holy is why she hates shit. me. Wait. Okay. okay. I wanna. I wanna speak about <laughs> speaking speak about, about your your re- adventures in real estate. Oh, so yeah. I I all last night and all morning long have been combating like <laughs> a new breed of bot that I didn't know existed, which oh. is like the the Southern California real estate stan. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw, oh. but <laughs> our our boy uh Eric DJ James Kennedy he okay. bought his first home which congratulations to James that is Love. awesome so excited for him. Um, for him he bought a 1.3 million dollar home in Burbank so like that's amazing the fact that he can afford that is awesome i will you know, add a little caveat. Um, so my friend, my friend, Anne, who I actually talk about on my podcast all the time, I went to her wedding a few months ago. Mm-hmm. She, yes. she, yeah, she and her now husband, they live in LA and I was talking to her once. Um, and they were, you know, they're in the market to buy a house and, and we were talking she was like, yeah, we got approved for like a $3 million mortgage. And I was like, like, what? Like, are you literally the richest friend I have? And she was like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I was like, I'm, I've known you my entire life and I did not know this no uh but she was like no 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 like it's not that it's just that literally like the banks have to give you millions of dollars because that's what the homes cost like they have to give mortgages that are applicable to the the market value of homes otherwise no one can buy houses um and so this is kind of a case in point. So like photos started circle circulating of DJ James Kennedy's new home. And the first photo I saw was literally a uh, like dilapidated shack, like falling apart, like literally crumbling like a in front of our eyes. like drug den, like yes. an Erica Jane bungalow type. I- I mean, Erica Jane's bungalow, it's which cute. is I like nine k a month, is super. Cute. I know this is this is legitimately like you're walking through the forest and you stumble upon a few pieces of wood that are like put up together okay. and like a, a homeless person resides abandoned. Inside. Yes, chic. minus the chic yeah just abandoned so i posted this and yes i posted (laughs) this and was just like james kennedy bought a 1.3 million dollar home this Mm -hmm. is a photo of the home this is not a joke (laughs) and i posted it and people (laughs) lost their fucking minds literally the amount of replies i got that were like clearly you know nothing about the los angeles real estate market like this is really average and congratulations to james he just invested in a beautiful home like all of this shit people railing me from behind being like you're an absolute idiot for thinking that this is anything other than normal and spectacular and i was like i like what is happening um so that i i did then find out that the photo that i was sent was prior to the home being renovated. So he bought it for 1.3 million after it was completely gutted. And the new photos are like super cute. I mean, it's still small, but it's cute. And so I then posted and was like, okay, this is the actual house. And it it makes a lot of sense for 1.3. Like I get it now, you know, still the comments are all just like, you're a fucking idiot. Learn how the world works. And it's like, I'm not, well, I'm not saying 
that, that's not like m- fair market value. What right. I'm saying is the market in Southern California is fucking insane if that's what you get for $1.3 million. It's crazy. The market everywhere is crazy. Like the market here, I mean, we've stabilized pretty much. I don't think yeah. it's, it hasn't moved in a while, but like the home that we bought here in 2015, yeah, 2015, um, we sold it for like, almost double what we bought it for yeah when we sold it last month and then this house if we would have bought it back in 2015 would have been worth like at least a hundred thousand dollars less than when we paid for it so the market here exploded but not like southern california and and it's also again i'm not saying like oh like he he paid way too much he could have bought that house for yeah 500,000 in the same area. Like I'm acknowledging that like that, that is what it costs. I get it. But I'm also acknowledging that like, holy shit, the housing, like this is a housing crisis. Like if $1.3 million gets you a shack anywhere, I don't care if it's on the beach in in California, like that is still obscene. Like housing should be affordable. And the amount of people that were defending it as if they were like really proud to live somewhere where like, you could spend $1.3 million and live in a mm-hmm. shoebox. Like that, right. I, don't, I don't think anyone anywhere should be comfortable with that. You know, we should yeah. all want livable housing prices. And I'm not saying everyone should deserve to live in a McMansion if, you know, no, for but like $5, to buy, but to buy a home, right. just like a reasonable, you know, a town home even, or a condo, right. yeah, something. Cause like you can't even afford with the interest rate. You can't afford condos if you're, you know, like a younger first time home buyer. And I'm not saying all first time home buyer, younger people can't do it. I'm just saying like the general majority of people are not out here like, yeah, I have $300,000 for a one bedroom condo. Right. No, it's like not happening. So I don't know. It'll be, uh, it'll be exciting. The brokerage that I am going to be working with has full spectrum listings, but there are a lot of higher end luxury listings. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yes, mama. Um, I want to see you in your selling sunset era. I want you to go like full hooker on these listing appointments, like straight Uh, up. Like I I wore four inch wedges, two blocks yesterday. And because it was like balls hot outside, of course I got blisters, two blocks there and two blocks back. No. So you bring them in your bag and you put them on when you get to the showing and you just like go full hoe and you sell that listing, bitch. You sell that listing. You do what what you got to do. I should. I should. We'll figure it out. But what I was thinking is like a few episodes ago, Tamara was showing Heather Dubrow her plot of land. I yes, totally that's how forgot. Heather, that's how Heather was like, quote unquote, introed into the group. Yeah. Yes. I had totally forgotten about but that. But what's interesting is Heather shows up with her own realtor and Tamara's not the agent representing that plot mm-hmm. of land. So she like, it's literally show. just, yeah, it's, it's literally just, just like, like a- <laughs> oh, hi, do you want to come with hi, me new for, girl. for free and just like look yeah. at this land? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was interesting because where is she? Okay. So she doesn't live in Orange County anymore. No, she did. 
now they're in they're in LA. They have a, their condo in LA. They sold that huge, um, you know, Chateau de Bro that they were building, you know, that entire time. So I think they lived in it probably a total of like four years. Um, but to be fair, like I've told you so many times about how growing up, my dad was a contractor. The longest yeah. I ever lived in a house was two years. And yeah. and you know, to your point that you were just saying. But what you were just saying, like this market over the past few years has been insane. They spent, I, I think I read these, these numbers might be slightly skewed, but like, it's not that far off. I think they spent like 14 million building that house, which is insane, obscene, like ridiculous, mm-hmm. but they sold it for like 50 million. So oh, well, I, I mean, I would do, I would do the exact same thing. Financially, yeah, yeah, we're leaving. And, yeah. and you know, they said, on, they said that the first time around too, like uh, it might be this season season that you're watching uh, Heather's first season or maybe it's the next one when they move into their rental home and uh-huh. they say like yeah someone knocked on our door and made us an offer and we really couldn't refuse it yeah and I it, do remember. you kind of think like oh that never happens that literally happened to my family one time someone literally knocked on our door and was like We're, we've been looking for a house in this neighborhood like are you interested in selling and my parents thought about it and then they sold the house so That's it happened amazing. the only time I've ever seen that happen is in that movie enough where J-Lo oh my is God, with yeah. <laughs> totally different scenario, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But yeah or, then- uh, Father of the Bride. It happens in Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. It does yeah. happen in Father of the Bride. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, it only happens in my life and in cinematic masterpieces like Father of the Bride and The Real Housewives of Orange County. Well, also, I mean, your life has been a little bit of a cinematic masterpiece lately with this like adoption journey. Congratulations Girl, again uh, on that. Like, thank you. Yeah, you it's it's pretty crazy. DM Shonda Rhimes or something and be like, right? hey, Bill, I have a new little story for you because it's like so storyable. Yeah. Girl, you you have no idea. And you're actually the perfect person to talk about this with. So I feel like at some point I will do like a full adoption episode yes, um and then obviously once the the uh babies are born and spoiler alert for anyone who didn't know i'm having twins um, but if you like don't it. know that's weird um uh, that is but weird. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I don't think i've talked about it yet on the pod but i i've talked about it on socials sorry um, i didn't know that it no was no like, it's fine okay i was like more we not more to? people more people engage on social media than listen to the podcast i mean we've broken <laughs> the like 92 or whatever it was <laughs> 92 yeah. people in a room um, yes no uh but yeah so everything kind of fell into place and was like extremely serendipitous and i feel like mm-hmm. you're someone who really believes in in like those Me kind too. of like stars aligning there are no coincidences and, yes exactly so all right. So I'm going to try and remember all of the little details um, that like kind of resonated with us. And, and you know, to preface, my husband and I, we had been going through this adoption process for almost exactly two years. Um, it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh, we'd had several, um, it's, you know, what they're called matches or situations um, where we're connected with a birth mom and they either fell through or, you know, we got scammed at one point, like there's just been a lot of things. And so it's been, um, a stressful and and tenuous time, uh, but also exciting. So 
our, our statewide certification only lasts for a certain amount of time. And so we were getting ready for that time to expire. And so you don't have to like go through the whole process again, but you do have to like resubmit an addendum if you've had any updates and like we moved into a new house and you have to submit like new tax, you know, your new tax returns and all of that. So we had our social worker come over to our house and um, she was like doing our update. And um, I've talked a lot about the different the different avenues and roads to adoption. And my husband and I were choosing to try and match independently of using an agency. Um, and, you know, for anyone listening, if, if you are thinking about adoption, the, the laws around that vary from state to state. So, you know, check with your attorney, but in Arizona, you don't have to go through an agency to match. Um, so we'd been trying to do it independently. And after two years, you know, we didn't have a baby. So when our social worker was there, she is through an agency. Um, so again, we're not using them to match. We're just using them for our certification. And after she left, we were like, maybe we should just bite the bullet and pay this agency the like $20,000 that it costs and just do it because, you know, they might match us really, really fast. You know, they already have a a database of birth moms and they've mentioned multiple times that they need same-sex couples like they have a a lot of interest in same-sex couples and they don't have a lot of same-sex families so we were like yeah maybe we should just do it so that was like on a you know monday morning or something matt leaves and goes to work and we were anticipating that like, you know, when he got home from work or the next day, we would, you know, write the check and call the agency and sign up with them. That afternoon, we get a call from our attorney. She has a woman in her office who is pregnant with twins. Um, she's in her 40s. She already has several kids and she just knows that she like cannot have two more kids. Um, a lot of various life circumstances, which are not my story to tell, but she's just, mm -hmm. she's gotten herself in a really good place. And she's like, I can't bring home two kids and keep taking care of my other kids. Like it's just not going to work. Um, so obviously we right away are like, hell yeah. We're like, well, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> we'll and so as, your yeah. <laughs> so as, but not as, as a creepy Right. Not no, exactly. <laughs> well, because they ask, like, you know, they kind of give us the rundown and like, this is a little bit of information about her. Like, are you interested? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then our attorney's like, okay, well, here's the kicker. It's twins. Are you still interested? And I was like, yes, times two. Because yes. um, for us, like, you know, we, we knew we've always known we wanted more than one kid. And we were like, mm -hmm. we're going to have to do this whole process again at some point. And you don't you know? know how long it's going to take. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. No, I think so, you did the right. It's yeah. all perfect. Yeah. So once we agreed, basically it's so weird. Everyone's like, well, then what happens? And we, we also were like, okay, now what happens? You yeah. know? <laughs> so we basically, our attorney's like, you kind of just start dating her, you know, like we yeah. exchanged contact information and we started a little group text and we started talking and, you know, that was two months ago already. And we talk every day. Um, but in that communication, we started like, you know, like I said, finding out all of these little things that were like so serendipitous. I mean, there was the first one, which is that literally we got the call the day that we were about to write a check for $20,000 mm -hmm. to an agency. And we'd been trying to avoid that for two years. Um, the second one, I mean, kind of like a little one. We'll like dip our toe in, ease our way in. Um, you know, in our little profile book, we have like, you know, facts about us. And one of mine, um, it has like a list of my favorite things. And for my favorite dessert, I put creme brulee because I'm a bougie bitch, you know. Uh, and and the birth mom, she was like, yeah, I like noticed that you put creme brulee. That's like my favorite food of all time. Like I could <laughs> eat it like breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I was like, oh, my God, girl, we're going to get along. Meant to be, yeah. So that was like the first one. The second one, 
the the baby daddy for lack of better terms his name is the same name as my husband's brother and father oh (laughs) and then the final kicker this was like the big one and especially you as like an astrology nerd and like a numerologist so her birthday is mine and my husband's wedding anniversary yeah yeah so she's when she saw that that like that date she just it like really resonated with her oh i have chills i love that yeah yeah that's so cute yeah so so just lots of like stars aligning type of Mm -hmm. things and like the timing was just all there um if she's here in town so we get to like i i said we've spent a lot of time with her like we went to her brother's birthday party we like went to an easter event with her and her kids um we get to go to every doctor's appointment, which is really, really great. Um, and we'll get to have a relationship with her once the kids are born. So yeah, we're, we're like, so, so excited. I love that. That's so like, I don't want to say Hallmark cause they're not like yeah. Netflix, like literal. Yeah. Netflix, there we go. You know? Yeah, Like just like, because I have a couple big um, budget, a friend. Cu- yes. I have a friend couple who is going through a similar they're in the adoption process and they have spent fifty thousand dollars so far on the placement and all that yeah you know like i don't want to say like advertising but for lack Mm -hmm. of a better word advertising yeah you know like they had all these professional photos done you know like yeah all types of stuff and so far nothing um, well, it's a, yeah, it's a huge, huge expense and yeah. it's a, it's a skill set that like I, I get is, is niche. And if you don't mm-hmm. have that skill set, like you do need resources, yeah. but I do feel like so many people in our generation and especially like younger now is like millennials and Gen Z are going to start moving into like parenthood and being the adoptive parents. Like we're really good at like digital marketing and social media and like we're we're all aesthetic and like have like all of these photos like everyone has everyone's a model these days you know so that was something when when my husband and I were like you know doing all this research and connecting with all these agencies and they're like yeah we'll help you build a like a portfolio like a, a pdf and like build your website and then we'll you know, help teach you like what to post on social media Mm -hmm. and like all these things. We're like, we can do that ourselves, you know? And so obviously after two years, we were getting really frustrated, but what did finally like captivate the birth mom when she was there in the office with our attorney was that she had our, our physical like book in her hand. And that was something that like, we, we made ourselves, we designed it. We wrote all of the copy. We did all of that. And now we're thinking like, we should start some sort of like consulting you service should. because Why there not? are so many people who maybe don't have this skill set and think that their only option is hiring an agency for Somebody twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. But like, no, they don't need I mean, do realistically, you we so we designed all of it ourselves. We made it in mm-hmm. Canva, like so that part of it was God all free. Canva. And then we had right, and then we had <laughs> the actual books printed for like a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks, you know. Yeah, okay. But but so like it it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, you just you, I mean, again, it's just unfortunate that the resources are like so hard to get to. Yeah. That so is I feel hard. for and, your friend if they media- if they if they like want any sort of not like help in making their book, it sounds like they already got it. But if they just want like, I don't know, someone to vent to, I totally get it. Cause I think that they're kind of at like a 
like not an impasse, but like approaching that. Totally. I mean, that is literally exactly where we were. And again, that is kind of like the, the serendipitous, ness for of the timing is that we literally were like up against a wall just like we either bite the like, bullet fine, and like take our money we, right we either drain our entire savings account or we just like yeah. give up those are our two options yeah. you know and yeah. then you know we got the call um but yeah it starts to feel that way and like we had another couple that we're friends with that i i think i've told this story before. I don't know if I've told you, but I've definitely talked about it where I was talking to, it's another same sex couple. And I was talking to one of the guys on, it was in December and it was like the seventh and we were DMing with each other. And he was just like, how's your adoption process going? I'm so frustrated. Like we just, every match just keeps falling out. And we're just like, again, like banging our heads against a wall, you know? Yeah. Like what else do we have to do? Right. Posting the corniest photos. Totally. (laughs) Exactly. We have all like our nurseries ready. We've got them. We've got like what do you what more do you want from us and I was like I get it like we're in the same spot like at least we have each other kind of thing yeah so like I said that was like December 7th cut to December 12th they literally post on Facebook surprise we have a baby they got a call on like and somewhere in between those five days um a a baby was born like the baby's already here the so get this it's a wild story so it is a a a transgender man but so so born biological woman woman. yes okay so a transgender man who did not know that he was pregnant and so he just went into labor and went to the hospital and gave birth um yes and so those stories always fascinate wild i know right wild 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 so they got the call and it was literally like the baby's here and come pick it up and so imagine you know for me i'm like (laughs) wow that's no i'm like that's amazing for you guys but also like fuck why not us and we had the same attorney as them and they they connected through their attorney so i was like well why not us like you know they're all it's always why not us which i get is like really selfish but like I want a baby. And so right. I, you know, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. Like you're happy for everyone else. And I, I'm sure it's the same for anyone who's like trying to get pregnant. You know, you're happy for your friends yeah. and your family when they're creating their families, but it always stings a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. True. Because like someone, I got pregnant pretty easy. I mean, I got pregnant unplanned my first time. Um, and then my second time I was trying for, I don't know, three months, four months, and then we took a break and that's when I got pregnant. So yeah. like, I don't know. I'm one of those people. I had no issues. So I can't relate. Obviously I sympathize with yeah anybody who struggles, but yeah, like some it's, it's hard no matter what end of the spectrum you're on. Like if you're trying to conceive, if you're trying to adopt, like if you're trying to get rid of your baby. Like, I just feel like it's like, so I was reading an article today, um, on people about some woman who like went to the hospital and they were like, just go bleed in the parking lot because she was having like, yeah, she had a non-viable pregnancy. It was on people oh, Instagram God. today. Yeah. And like, okay. It was a Catholic hospital. So obviously, you know, they have different rules than regular hospitals. But she also lives in a state where I guess the, like they were questioning the need for a DNC. She lives in Oklahoma. Mm. So I don't know. It's just like a weird time like to be. That's so fucking sad because it's like, what about like your oath to like help? And this has people. nothing to do with politics, everyone. Like this is just about. No, like, it has to do with like human, human rights. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I'm bleeding 
I expect somebody to be like, Hey girl, come inside. Like we will yes, help you. Let me like, help. Whatever. Yes, absolutely. Like, let us right. help you. Yeah. They gave her a pill and they were like, that's the best we could do. So fu- It's so fucked up. It's, <laughs> it's funny like- you bring this up now. So my in-laws were just here last week and my mother-in-law, I love her. She, when I first met my husband, she was like a super Trumper, like insane Republican. Okay. And she has done like a full pendulum swing to now she is just like straight up, like <laughs> marching in the streets for everyone's rights. Like okay. just like a full, full 180. Um, and it's awesome to see. Um, but, but she posts a lot of like, you know, uh, just, she just posts a lot. She's on Facebook a lot. We'll put it that way. (laughs) And she posted something recently, (laughs) she posted something recently about like abortion rights or Roe v. Wade or something like that. And Matt's family, it's like kind of a, uh, like very stark divide down the middle where there's like one side that is really very conservative, very conservative. And then the other side, they're like very like liberal, like, you know, rights for everyone, artists, all of that. Um, (laughs) Free spirit. But yeah. Um, guess which side did not come to our wedding. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. I can't imagine. No. Right. But so, so my mother-in-law, she posts something about abortion rights and one of my husband's cousins DMs her and is basically just like going off about how abortion is wrong, blah, 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 blah. But then goes into the fact that like, like she herself had to have like a a medically required um, abortion yeah, to save herself to or save her life her like the doctor right the doctors yeah. did it and but but that doesn't count and that's different and like she was trying to justify like and and claim she was asserting that what what she went through was not abortion and it i it's just so interesting like how even when people who are like firmly against it, like when they are faced with it, like they'll still choose it, but then they'll mm-hmm. make some sort of excuse or justification why it's different for them. Excuses and it's so weird. Bullshit. I mean, yeah. by and large excuses are just like made up reasons for shit that you don't want to admit to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like a made up reason for something that you're just uncomfortable admitting is your yeah. reality. So you know, people like that, and and, and and like we live in such absolutes that like she could have just. I mean, first of all, she could have said nothing. She could have just moved along. Also she didn't that. have to like. She didn't have to <laughs> she DM. Did not have to chime in. My no, mother in law. Nobody else. But <laughs> you you can say Pardon. like, wow, this is like this is such a difficult and nuanced issue because I have always felt so firmly that I stand against this, but I was put in a situation where it was necessary for me, and now yeah. I am am very torn, and I I go back and forth. And I really struggle with it. Like it's really hard for people to admit that we struggle with like nuanced ethical dilemmas. Like it's okay to say, you know what? I don't think there is a right or wrong answer, which by the way is why we say it's pro-choice because every situation yeah. is different. Like it's we different. fucking That's get what that. I always look at it. I'm like, listen, cause I used to, so when I had my first, I was super young and it was unplanned you know, I was like living my best hot girl life, just, you know, doing whatever I wanted, lived by myself, like what a fantasy. Um, and I got pregnant and like, I used to always say like that I didn't really think I wanted kids and that if I had gotten pregnant, that I would have an abortion. And then I got pregnant and like, 
I just could not. It was just like for like when once I was in the actual shoes of a pregnant person, I had a totally different, you know, outside of the situation. I was like, oh my God, I would get an abortion. Like, you know, because I was just living my best life. I didn't, you know, I was working, making really good money, you know, just thought that, you know, I that's what I would do. And then once I was in the situation, totally different can of worms. Yeah. So it's like, I don't feel like anybody should be out here making decisions for anybody else, especially if you have a wiener. Okay. Yeah. Like I'll just shut the fuck up right respect- now. Honestly. Well, <laughs> no, like, because you are pro like do what you need. Letting to do. the, letting the vagina decide. Yes. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Like whatever. And especially like, it's very scary to me that like, they're wanting to make it medically illegal too. Cause I'm like, what? Like being told like, sorry, like here's a pill, just go like bleed. And if it gets really bad, come back. What? Yeah. Like that's so just like archaic to me, just thinking like it's 2023, we should not be doing this. Or like the laws about like crossing the borders to go into other states, you right. know, like I think it was Idaho, which I'm like, who lives there anyway? Like, honestly, honestly honestly. So I don't know. It's just like scary times, but what's abort Idaho, honestly, abort could, Idaho. you know, I, I have this like wild fantasy where like, we could just take all the, you know, the criminals and stuff and just build like a bunch of prisons in like the most dumpster voted state in the United States. And like, don't even fucking come for Florida either before you try it. Because I mean, DeSantis saying- already is building, building <laughs> jails and prisons all over the place. Right. No, I'm saying like all of them in one, and listen, don't, I don't want to hear how like the government works. I understand how the government works. Like I said, this is a fantasy. Um, and just, all of like, the political, all... political activists yeah, are going to come just, at you. Please don't. Meanwhile, like, all of the like <laughs> Zillow activists are coming for me. I looked up his house, by the way. I mean, I could understand. Do like, you see, are you seeing it? Does the front facade, is it white or is it blue? White. Okay. That's the old version it's been renovated okay okay i was gonna say it's not the old version's not like the worst but it's definitely not 1.3 million like i under i i I understand california i get it before before you start chiming in like a twitter troll no i get it but if you were to just show me that three million no that is obscene zero context i'd be like you're on a hallucinogenic because the home that i am looking at (laughs) like right descriptively is very like run down so I don't well and especially too compared to like all of the i mean granted they were like identical houses but all of the like mm-hmm. matching houses that the rest of the cast bought in mm-hmm. valley village like they were cute they were like really yeah. nice yeah. nice houses so to see this in comparison it was like oh jamesy you know but the reno it's super cute like i said i took it all back i take it back you take it back stop screaming at me yes again. he listen he was just reporting on the first picture they're really showing the first picture like yeah all over the place i kind of feel bad for well him. and what's interesting so i <laughs> oh i see it now okay much cuter little much wood cuter. accents yes. a little but what's okay. interesting i did go through you know public record and it was bought by whoever flipped it like the white version was bought for still over a million dollars so like still yeah. insane for for what you got for what it um, is yeah it's very it's very and the, and they did a complete overhaul job. job and with the cost of you know construction like materials, materials and labor right now like 
whoever sold it to James did not make a huge profit. No, no. The if people any. who bought this, <laughs> I was going to say the people, it's not the market to be flipping homes in really, unless you right. have like really, really extended coins, you know, mm-hmm. to that like, you know, a couple tertiary misses here and there aren't going to really like upset your wallet right. too much, then fine. But if you're out here just like, very baseline flipping no yeah it's not because the market slowed down so much so i don't know i i like the house though and no, it's super cute super cute know, stop yelling james. at me everyone i, I love know, james no, I, yeah, it was it's so interesting so many people took my comment as like a personal attack on james <laughs> and not like a personal attack on the housing market like i didn't say anything about james no i'm I proud of my boy james like i i, mean, I <laughs> who doesn't love james kennedy and this is the problem i have Okay, so I I don't watch Vanderpump religiously. Um, I haven't since like season three, four. I have always liked James Kennedy though, even when he was super skinny, you know, kind of mm-hmm. nerdy, awkward, yeah, drunk, inappropriate, yeah. toxic, like spitting James. on Kristen's door. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like. I loved I've him too. Liked him. Yeah, did, really? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad because, because here's the thing: like, what's wrong with you? Clearly, <laughs> clearly, his Ill. relationship with Kristen was fucked up. Kristen, I mean, I I know she's ha- like we're in like a Dodie Renaissance. Everyone loves Kristen again, but she was she was nuts back in the day, and she admittedly has like grown a lot. So I hope that she like I Kristen now is different. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, I loved her. I think when she was with James, she was a nut job. It was very clear that she was using him to like, you know, do her dirty work. I also think it was very clear that he was using her to get on the show. So like, I I don't take- mutually exclusive use. Yeah, (laughs) totally. And at that point, the show was on season three. He saw Mm. what he was getting himself into. We now know that like all of these fuckers were doing shady shit behind the scenes. So I think he came in and he just- was doing the same things and saying the same shit that everyone was doing and saying, but just like a little bit louder and with a British accent. So we took more notice. Yeah. It's the accent for yeah. me, like that really seals the deal. Yeah. I'm like, but he yeah, wasn't any worse than any of these other people. And no, same they're with, all bad. They're all, Yeah. And same they're with like now in hindsight, his relationship with Raquel, like, yeah, we could argue that he was a, a dick to Raquel, but also like, she sucks. She, so, yeah. yeah, I was like, was she using him? Like, who knows? Like, what the operation was behind that relationship for Rachel? Like, yeah, who knows? And who? Really I mean, cares they they him? met because she went to a DJ James Kennedy DJ set. So I can't. I can't what a stalker. I know. Like, who's going to? I'm sorry for anybody who is going to James or not James. Excuse me. Oh my uh, God, Tom, Tom and the most. I, I'd sooner go to a DJ James Kennedy set than a, a Tom Scandal. I, I actually told Matt recently, I was like, just so you know, if he comes to Orlando, depending on the venue, because it would like really be entirely dependent on what like club or bar it was at. Um, I was like, we're fucking going because he's fun, boots he's entertaining, boots on, boots on the ground. And so, yeah, I said that, but I was like, who like I just can't imagine going online and typing that in like Tom Sandoval and the extras and well, like getting here's the my thing, like, part out I just could not DJ James Kennedy it's like a DJ set it's other people's music it's just like fun beats you can dance to 
Tom, like Tom actually sings. Like you're actually listening to Tom. Like that's his voice. Like I don't need that in the same way that like, like honestly, I wouldn't, I would, if James were doing like an hour and a half long, like vocal set, I wouldn't, oh, I wouldn't go. want to be a part I of wouldn't, that. I don't need to go see any of them like sing, you know, no. it's just not their well, thing. I would go see Sheena Shea. I would go see Sheena Shea on the Good as Gold tour nationwide. Tickets on sale now. We're going to shut down Ticketmaster. Opening gonna... for Melissa Gorga because I would go see oh. Melissa Gorga. No, no, no. Melissa's, <laughs> Melissa's opening for Sheena. Let's be real. Sheena has way more hits. No. Melissa's got on display and that's it's, which is a bop. Don't get me wrong. And if you haven't listened to my acoustic cover, it's on my Instagram. Go check it out. And it's really good. It's so Melissa good. liked it herself. She commented on there it. You go. So go there check you it go. out. She supports uh, everybody. She does. I was gonna say She's my biggest women, fan. Oh, Shannon. She supports other women. She does. Shannon, this was so much fun. Thanks, we got babe. like into some really weird, deep. We got topics. weird today. Listen, and if anybody's offended by it, like we're just going to blame it on the full moon, which is today, which is also sure. coupled with a lunar eclipse. Oh my God. The side of Mercury retrograde. So oh, Jesus feeling, Christ. Yeah. So if you're like feeling it, you just got to like feel it and release it. Okay. Feel it. Yeah. Like get it out. Like it's like holding in poop. If you have stuff to get out, like purge it today, babe. Oh my God. I need an emotional X lax. Yes. Emotional (laughs) X lax for the full moon lunar eclipse mercury retrograde combo. But thank you for having me and letting me talk about weird stuff and wear my hat. Of course. Of course. Baby, uh, tell everyone where they can find. I mean, everyone already knows by this point, you're like basically my (laughs) official co-host, but tell them where they can find you. Um, please come find me on Instagram at everything's hunky dory underscore. And then as of today, you can let me not. Oh, this you don't have video praise. I'm I like was literally about to be like, why are you flashing your credit card for all I to didn't see? Shopping like, today. Will you um hold that up in front of the screen? Uh, Jen turn it around. <laughs> You're like, what are the three digits on the, the back? The CBC uh- code. <laughs> Yes. And your zip code, ma'am. Um, but no, uh, my candles are officially on sale oh right God. now. Hunky Dory yes. candles. Hunkydorycandles.com. They are housewives inspired scents. The scents Love that it. are available right now are uh top of the morning. <gasps> You'll get it. Yeah. Sprinkle cookie. Oh my god. Love, love, love. <gasps> and suntan lotion. So go check it out. I have other scents coming like in the next 10 days. So stay tuned and listen to my podcast. I have some episodes. I have a really great episode coming out next week with Kara Alloway. Pre-order her book. Oh my God, we're going to have to check that out. We'll talk about it on my podcast. Thank you, love. And I want a sprinkle cookie candle. That sounds so good. I'm going to order one. Really? It's like a cookie without the calories. I'm telling you. Just like light it and... You know, that sounds like almond mom. Are you calling like, me fat? No, no, sweetie. I would never call you fat, but not to my face. Not to <laughs> Save yeah. it for the reunion. <laughs> save it. I will save it. I'll save it for my podcast. Cause like it's oh, my podcast my and I can do what I want. I'm in your Say whatever right the now. fuck you want. Yeah, I love that. Thank <laughs> I you, love baby. You. I'll talk to you soon. Love, love, you, love you too. Bye, bitch. Bye. <laughs>